हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन चैप्टर सेवन फेडरलिज्म लुक एट द पॉलिटिकल मैप ऑफ इंडिया 1947 एंड 2001 दे हैव चेंज्ड ड्रामेटिकली ओवर द इयर्स बाउंड्रीज ऑफ स्टेट्स हैव चेंज्ड नेम्स ऑफ स्टेट्स हैव चेंज्ड एंड द नंबर ऑफ स्टेट्स हैज चेंज्ड when india became independent we had a number of provinces that the british government had organized only for administration convenience then a number of princely states merged with the newly independent indian union these were joined to the existing provinces this is what you you see in the first map since then boundaries of the states have been reorganized many times during this entire period not only did boundaries of the state change but in some cases even their names changed according to the wishes of the people of those states thus the mysore changed to karnataka and madras became tamil nadu the maps show these large scale changes that have taken place in the span of over 50 years in a way these maps also tells us the story of functioning of federalism in india after studying this chapter you will be able to understand the following what is federalism the fe- the federal provisions in the indian constitution the issues involved in the relations between the center and the states and the special provisions for certain states having a distinct composition and historical features now let us discuss what is federalism ussr was one of the world's supreme superpower but after 1989 it simply broke up into several independent countries one of the major reasons for its break up was the excessive centralization and concentration of power and the domination of russia over other regions with independent languages and cultures of their own for example uzbekistan some other countries like czechoslovakia yugoslavia and pakistan also led to face a division of the country canada came very close to a break up between the english speaking and the french speaking regions of that country is not it a great achievement that india which emerged as an independent nation state in 1947 after a painful partition has remained united over six decades of its independent existence what accounts for this achievement can we attribute it to the federal structure of the governance that we in india adopted through our constitution all the countries mentioned above were federations yet they could not remain united therefore apart from adopting a federal constitution 
the nature of that federal system and the practice of federalism must also be important factors. India is a land of continental proportions and immense diversities. There are more than 20 major languages and several hundred minor ones. It is the home of several major religions. There are several million indigenous peoples living in different parts of the country. In spite of all these diversities, we share a common landmass. We have also participated in a common history, especially when we fought for independence. We also share many other important features. This has led our national leaders to visualize India as a country where there is a unity in diversity. Sometimes it is described as unity with diversity. Federalism does not consist of a set of fixed principles which is applied to different historical situations. Rather, federalism as a principle of government has evolved differently in different situations. American federalism, one of the first major attempt to build a federal polity is different from German or Indian federalism. But there are also a very few key ideas and concepts associated with federalism. Essentially, federalism is an institutional mechanism to accommodate two sets of polities, one at the regional level and the other at the national level. Each government is autonomous in its own sphere. In some federal countries, there is even a system of dual citizenship. India has only a single citizenship. The people likewise have two sets of identities and loyalties. They belong to the region as well as the nation. For example, we are Gujaratis or Jharkhandis as well as Indians. Each level of polity has distinct powers and responsibilities and has a separate system of government. The details of this dual system of government are generally spelled out in a written constitution, which is considered to be the supreme and which is also source of the power of both sets of government. Certain subjects which concern the nation as a whole, for example, defense or currency, are the responsibility of the union or central government, regional or local matters are responsibility of regional or state government. To prevent conflict between the centre and the state, there is a, an independent judiciary to settle disputes. The judiciary has the powers to resolve disputes between the central government and the states on legal matters about the division of power. Real politics, culture, ideology and history determine the actual working of a federation. A culture of trust, cooperation, mutual respect and restraint 
helps federation to function smoothly. Political parties also determine the way a constitution would work. If any single union or state or linguistic group or ideology comes to dominate the entire federation, it could generate a deep resentment among people or its union units not sharing the dominant voice. These situations could lead to demands for succession by the aggravated units or could even result in civil wars. Many countries are embroiled in such conflicts situations. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.